Hi everyone, this is going to be a very short podcast, but I think an important podcast based on the comments I get. So um, this podcast comes out of the fact that, um, as many of you know, banks across the United States and Europe have been going through a large retrenchment exercise, both on the investment banking side, or what I will call capital markets, because I think that people get confused about what investment banking really is. Investment bankers are a subset of investment banking, you know. And uh, you know, if you're a if you're a if you're a bond trader, you're not an investment banker. You're a capital markets professional. So there's a lot of investment bankers and people generally from the finance sector who are you know for I'm not blaming them, but the point is they are losing their jobs. And you know, given their backgrounds, their highly quantitative um, skill sets, a lot of them are pursuing management consulting or trying to pursue management consulting. And a common uh, request I get from all of these bankers is, you know, Michael, tell me which firms do I need to go to to become a strategy consultant, not an operations consultant, not a marketing consultant, not a um, a corporate finance strategy consultant, but a strategy consultant. And they say that, you know, well, their friends told them McKinsey is the best place to go. And it's a very, this should be an obvious podcast, but I want to state this categorically. You don't have a choice when you work at McKinsey, BCG and, and Bain. Unless you are specifically joining the corporate finance teams in each of those three firms, and and really Bain has quite a tiny team, unless you're joining the BTO, Business Technology Office, or the IT practices in either of these firms, you have no choice. You're going to be a generalist. When you join McKinsey, you can't say you want to be in strategy. You are a McKinsey associate, and you are staffed as the needs of the firm changes and as your development needs change. So at McKinsey, BCG and Bain, you're a generalist. You don't have a choice. You have to be a generalist, right? So, you know, just be very wary of this to all those bankers who are trying to get into McKinsey and BCG. When you go to McKinsey and BCG and you talk to partners and you say you want to be in strategy, you are advertising the fact that you don't really know much about consulting. So it is better you tell um, the partners that you just want to be a McKinsey or BCG consultant. That's the first point. The second point is that you want to be a generalist, right? Because McKinsey, BCG are training grounds for CEOs. People who go up to partnership, they eventually one day run Fortune 500 slash multinational corporations worldwide. As the CEO of a company, you deal with strategy issues sometimes. You deal with marketing issues. Sometimes a marketing issue can be strategic. A store rollout, something as mundane as a store rollout can be strategic. Pricing can be strategic. The call center can be strategic. For banks, call centers are very strategic. The IT system, a bank is basically a company sitting on an IT system. You are a CEO who doesn't understand the IT system. You're a CEO who's flying blind. So when you join McKinsey and BCG, you want to gain exposure across many different kinds of sectors, sectors like pharmaceuticals, healthcare, and so on, and functions, which is what you do in those sectors, you know, like um, strategy, operations, marketing, and geographies, which is, you know, you're doing all those things, but in different parts of the world, like New York, London, or wherever it is. Those consultants who are more, who get more diversity or more training across different sectors, geography, and functions, end up being better strategy consultants. That's the nature of things. I can tell you right now, 
as a corporate strategy consultant, and I was a corporate strategy consultant, I helped companies set corporate strategy, not business unit strategy, not marketing strategy and so on, but I helped very large companies determine the direction they need to take. Some of the clients I worked with years ago still keep in touch with me because of the work I've done and you know we still have a very good relationship. But I can tell you right now, I'm a great corporate strategist, anyway, I think, anyway, I hope so, because I did do operations projects, because I did do uh, marketing projects, and I could see how operations works, and I, as a strategy consultant, I could ask myself, okay, if we set the strategy for, I don't know, let's say a bank, having done an operations project at a bank, I could say to myself, okay, if we set the strategy, we know this is how the bank is going to operationalize it, so is the strategy still feasible? To be a gauge strategy consultant, you must have exposure across a broad range of areas. And you get that when you're young. So don't go out and network and talk to McKinsey and BCG partners and so on and tell them you want to be a strategy consultant. Because firstly, it sounds glamorous. Third, secondly, you don't know what it means. And third, you don't want to be a strategy consultant. You want to be someone who learns the skills to be a CEO one day. And I can show you a lot of the partners coming out of McKinsey and BCG who become CEOs were not always in the strategy side of the business. A lot of them were in the operations side of the business. A ton of them were in corporate finance, organizational design, marketing, and so on. The point is, don't fall into this trap of thinking you want to be a strategy consultant. No. You want to be a management consultant, a generalist. Generalist can tackle any kinds of problems and that's the direction you want to take and as long as you go down that path you'll be fine but don't stay just stay away from saying you want to be a strategy consultant because firstly you can't do that when you join it's impossible you have to generalize but by insisting on it you show how little you know about the consulting industry and how little you know about consulting firms and we've obviously, you know, we have a very selective way of working. So we've turned down a lot of bankers, except for a few. But in, I think about it, in all of the feedback forms you've sent, the one piece of feedback I tell people is that it's important that you continue reading, or if you're listening to podcasts, listening about the managing consult, management consulting sector, because you need to improve your knowledge of the sector if you want to show people that you're serious about joining. It sounds like a little thing, but generalists make better CEOs than specialists. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, I'm a generalist. I'm saying that because if you look at most CEOs who have done well, they're not stellar M&A people, they're not stellar strategists, but they were good at understanding a business. You know, there are very few people that ran corporate strategy at McKinsey, White BC, that went on to be CEOs, very little. I'm, I'm friends with quite a few of the ex-leaders of the firms, and I know not a lot of them ran firms. They set up their own boutique practices, and they were good at thinking through strategy, but they were not good at running a business. Now, I don't want to say that, you know, the head of strategy at McKinsey is not good at running a business. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that if you were the head of strategy at McKinsey, but you picked up a whole lot of other skill sets, you're going to be a great CEO. But if you were just someone who came to the ranks of only doing strategy work, you will have to go into corporate and work your way around the business, running different line functions, understand the way the business works, and 
then become CEO. And before you think I'm making that up, that's how most McKinsey and BCG partners become CEOs. It is a myth that you just leave these firms and you get offered the CEO position of some company. It happens rarely, but usually for a small company. But the reality is you'll be offered a position, usually uh, a EVP or divisional vice president, a divisional president. You run that, prove yourself, and then you're given more and more responsibility. So just make sure that when you do position yourself, you position yourself to be a generalist and not a strategy consultant. Don't be seduced by the word strategy. There is a time and place for strategy consulting, but it's not the be-all and end-all of management consulting. One of my great regrets, I would think, I would think is not having done more operational projects. I've done a, a lot, I think. In fact, more than the average person, but I think I would have preferred to have done more. Because even today, you know, with firms consulting, you know, if you listen to our podcast, you know that I spend 80% of my time outside of Toronto um, traveling in Laos and Uzbekistan and Korea and South Africa and Brazil and Nigeria and so on, talking to the minimum level we talk to CFO, generally CEO and CEO. And I think that one of the things I regret is not having a broader handle on operating issues because at the end of the day, strategy is easy to do. And, and I mean, I don't want to belittle strategy. It's not that hard to do. It takes a lot of thinking and creativity, but and it's hard work. But once you have the strategy, no matter how much work you've put into it, you've then got to operationalize it. And no matter how great that strategy is, I can assure you when you walk away and that COO is there or that CEO is there implementing it by himself, the organization is going to change things so dramatically that parts of the strategy changes. And you've got to create a strategy that is not, what's the word I'm looking for, that is not so specific that a small change in what you recommended disrupts the strategy to the point whereby it is irrelevant. So when you are working in a company, don't belittle the operating experience you are getting. It's very important. Um, but try to think at a more insightful level, you know. If this is the operating experience I'm getting, what does this mean for the company? What are the broad lessons we've learned? How does this impact the strategy? What is the connection between operations and strategy? Does the connection work? Why doesn't it work? How could we improve it? So be a generalist and it would be better for you. As always, I will be happy to post any comments or respond to any questions.